Welcome to Side B. Recall, analyze, and debrief. Our theme for this season is conversations that need to be had, recalling our past and analyzing our present to rectify our future. Side B contains the third and last section of our show, The Subway. On this side of the episode, we speculate on the subject matter that was randomly selected as our dose of the day. Then we review the topic that we speculated on by carrying it through our version of New York City's subway system. The New York Dose is a speculation-based topical podcast providing millennial conversations around hip-hop culture, current events, and the dose of the New York City lifestyle. This show is comprised of two sides, three sections, and smaller segments that populate each section. The main sections are Empire State of Mind, Times Square, and The Subway. While listening to us, use the hashtag TNYD or mention us at the New York Dose so we can converse with you. You can have your questions, comments, and concerns be a part of our episodes by leaving us Dose Mail. Just head to our Instagram on Tuesdays to see what the upcoming topic of the week is. Then call or text us at 520-815-6670 to leave a voicemail or a text message to have it air on the following episode. Now Now that's that's the the dose. Dose. Please leave your name and phone number after the beep. Hey guys. I just wanna say something out there. I'm a fan of the New York Dome. Yeah, y'all ready now? So we're going to go ahead and jump into our subway section. Um, This segment pretty much correlates with a few of the train lines we have in the New York City MTA subway system. Finally, addressing the dose of the day. First, we try to recall how things involving the topic were handled in the past. Next, we analyze how it's going down today. Then we ride the rest of the subway before debriefing at last and figuring out possible solutions on how to make things better, either in our personal lives or within the world. So the dose of the day is disease to please. And this is basically we're going to be talking about people pleasers or people who fall for these traps. So V, you may have some questions. Yeah. So um, Rudy, mm. how are you a people pleaser? Or I better get what let's define a people pleaser. Yes, what what is what is a people pleaser? You know, I think a, a people pleaser it could be it could be from a lot of things i think insecurities could make somebody a people pleaser because you want people to like you Mm -hmm. so you become like this yes person right because you want your friends or your lover or whoever to to stay around so you just do whatever you think you need to do to please that person because you don't want to be alone or you don't you know it's operating on fear another type of people pleaser is I think the type of person that's also just telling you what you want to hear. Like, oh, I'm going to just make everything okay and say this, but they're not really believing it. They're just playing you. They're playing you. They just want to get you out their face. And sometimes it's good to be like with that, with people that are just noise, you know, you don't really care uh, and you need to handle your business. But then it's also bad if it's with somebody that, really thinks of you in another way and you're playing them by not really giving them your opinion. So you're just pleasing them because you're telling them what they want to hear because you don't really care, but that person thinks you care and that's you're doing them a disservice 
mm. if they think you're their friend or something. Right. Being fake. Being fake. <laughs> Being a fake ass bitch. Yes. Oh, man. Jenna, I wanted to ask you, um, have you ever been a people pleaser and share that experience and any pros and cons with that? I have, <clears throat> if I'm going to be honest, I am a yeah. people pleaser because with me, I tend to put everyone else before myself, which I'm stopping, hence why I said I'm cutting people off. <laughs> um, because I know how it feels to be overlooked and to feel like no one's ever there. So I try to be that one that's always there for people mm-hmm. to the point where I stretch myself thin. Mm. So the pro of it is you're making someone's day, but the con of it is that you're not happy within yourself all the time. And why do you think you're not happy because of the stretch or do you think it's something deeper with that? Sometimes, hmm, you're not happy. Sometimes, this is deep. Yeah, we can see girls in your note. Sometimes because it's a kind, because you can oh, take your time. You can take your time. Yes. yes. Sometimes it's a calm because it is a stress. It, there's stress with it. Mm-hmm. Like I said, stretching yourself thin and so what? Do so? you get reciprocated? Does the energy get reciprocated? Not back? all the time. Sometimes it is. A- lately, after when you say I don't care and you stop giving a fuck, then it's it gets the energy is given back. But it's sad to the point that it always takes people what's that saying you you don't know what you have till it's gone right Mm -hmm. yeah so that's with everything i've learned so Mm -hmm. yeah but yeah just focus on yourself don't be a people pleaser (laughs) at all i mean there's levels to it though like what he was saying like i feel like um i'm definitely a people pleaser i'm not that bad to the point where i'm like but I have my, my days where I'm really drained and I just yeah. need to like take a step back and close off from everyone, yep. including social media. Yeah. Um, but I mean, just like a perfect example, like when I'm at work, I think the work environment is a great example of like being a people pleaser because mm-hmm. you kind of have to act a certain mm-hmm. way if you want to keep your job of or course. something like that. Or, you know, you have to act a certain way um, to just prevent other people affecting you your position whatever the case may be um i work at a club so there's a lot of other females there that talk about each other like (laughs) there's one girl there she she kind of likes to gossip a lot and for whatever reason people just love to come to me and talk (laughs) and it's like girl like I let girls talk, but it's like, sis, I'm really not, yeah. I'm not trying to partake in this conversation because mm-hmm. I'm not going to be caught in the middle of something. So th- I think that's the problem with me. Like, I think I let people be themselves too much, I guess. is I don't know if you that's the right. don't set boundaries. Right. I don't set boundaries. Exactly. That's a perfect way. And I think that's bad. And that's kind of being a people pleaser because yeah. you got to let people know, like, you don't want to make it awkward, so right. you're just letting them run on. Right, yeah. exactly. For sure, like, I think I could relate to that, too, where it's just, like, I'm very open. I'm very, like, you know, I'm very, like, not judgmental, you know, all that stuff. But then sometimes when you meet a personality that's, like, kind of overwhelming than yours and and it could be, like, intense, like, yeah, how, how do you tell someone, like, you can you chill for a little bit? Like, yeah. you don't. Like, I feel like for me, I mean, there's people who do say yeah. that, but that's not me. So I guess, yeah. like, that's kind of... And I, I, I really too. don't like confronting people. Like, 
Yeah. Especially on spot, because sometimes I need a quick second to just think about everything mm-hmm. to make sure. Like, I'm or you not don't want to say it wrong. Yeah, yeah. Right. I don't want to say it wrong. I don't want to be rude. I don't want to burn a bridge. Mm-hmm. That's, why my, that's why the first thing I say is, you want me to be honest? Because I could be brutally honest, which is good, I think. Mm. But it's like, do you want me to be honest? Some people right. can't handle that. Yeah, but it's like, you need to, you know, tone it down a little bit. Not everyone could... Not everyone is able to accept your energy. Not everyone is on that level. So just, like, tone it down right. a little bit. But then it's also, like, I'd be thinking, like, but who am I to tell this person to tone exactly. their selves down? So it's just, like, exactly. a, a constant battle. So who do you, who do y'all think you picked up people-pleasing ways from? Like, is it something you saw growing up? Or is it just something within you, like, you feel like you need to let people rock? Like, where did you pick up these people, these like people pleasing habits? I mean, I'll be completely honest with you where the people pleasing is something I have to work at. Like even my Mm -hmm. profession, like Mm -hmm. I work at a hotel, I'm concierge, Mm -hmm. host, you know, it's, it's very me. I really do like that part of the people pleaser, like the positive side of it, where you do want to share and give and empower and like. I think it's it's easy t- for me to feel like I'm empowering people because mm-hmm. I'm just being myself and high mm-hmm. energy and fun. So there is a positive way to people please and like but the disease to please mm-hmm. is what comes from me personally. You know, I used to be heavily bullied when I was a child and all through elementary school just for being gay and different. It was so bad. I mean, I used to get beat up. I almost changed schools. What? One time I had a teacher. They had to walk me to the train because they were scared I was going to get fucked up so bad. Wow. Oh, my God. And so all through all those years, I I didn't like myself because you have all these people telling you, we don't like you. Mm -hmm. Right. And I I saw all, I knew that I was gay. So I I didn't like what I, I didn't want to not be liked. Mm -hmm. So I, of course, hit it. And like, you try to be this Mm -hmm. thing that you're you're not. To people, please, so that people could shut up and not bother you, right? And I think that was the right thing to do because if you're out there mm-hmm. and you're gay and you're young and you feel not safe, yeah, just go with the flow until you don't have to. But for now, it's a security thing, right? Yeah, like, safety. Okay, safety, right? But I was doing that when I got to high school. Okay, I finally came out the closet, but that didn't fix my problems. Like, yes, I was more confident because I was older and I knew myself, but, you know, I had to come out to my parents. They didn't like it in the beginning about coming out. And I still, from all those years before, then I was in my own head about it. So then I had already passed all these years where I didn't like myself. And I and I really had a lot of depression. So a lot of the things that I did, I did because I wanted people to like me. And that's yeah. a people pleaser. And I think it's, you know, you should be sad for someone like that because it's probably coming from somewhere bad. Something deeper. negative, deeper that happened. You know, family dynamics. Sometimes people pleasers are like the youngest child of a f- family of, you know, and brothers or whatever. For me, I had to learn to like myself. I had to tell myself every day, talk to myself in a certain way in a positive light you know you are beautiful you are fabulous you and and then until you believe it but it took a long time it took until my 30s for me to finally be recognizing that problem people pleasing is a disease that you you have because it's a mental health issue and mental health is easy to forget about it because you don't see it it's not like oh my fingers cut i need to go put a band-aid on it right it's all inside so I'm still learning, and I think 
every day you just have to talk to yourself and, you know, in a, in a positive Check in. way. Mm-hmm. Check in with yourself. Talk. To, use a new vocabulary. Don't remember all the shit that people threw Actually. on you. That's their negativity. That takes a long time. But, you know, that's why I became a people pleaser. Right. Doing everything people said because I wanted to fit in. I didn't want to be that person that wasn't liked. It's hard. Sure. No, know? it is It's hard. so yeah. unfortunate, especially because a lot of these bad habits or... The disease to please, a lot of things like this develop or stem from when we're very young. So how do you all feel like we could prevent things like this from happening and then affecting us in our, you know, adult life? Well, um, I was actually reading this article on psychology today, and it's basically like it's titled disease to please, you know. And all this stuff. And, I mean, you touched base on there, like, where it kind of stems from. And it was saying, like, a lot of the clients, like, that come, like, into therapy is, like, a lot of guilt, anxiety, depression, loss, like, grief, sadness, where it's just, like, it's a cover for them, like, to please others and their life. But then they, so they can forget everything about your own life. And they mentioned some things of how to say no, you know, and how to just take control of it. And I wanted to read some um because i thought they were very useful for anyone out there um and even for us because i feel like when you say like it took you 30 years like i'm still learning to the certain parts like i'm becoming more true to me and like who i am and it really took a lot of looking myself in the mirror like completely naked it might sound crazy but like i started doing that more a lot like this year well a little bit from like last year to like incoming like really like examining examining yourself because i have I struggled a lot with insecurities and stuff like that. Um, still do a little bit, but it's not as bad as before. So it's like really like looking at yourself in the mirror and all that stuff and really asking those questions like, okay, like what is going on, you know? But um, one of them is identify what areas and key relationships, key relationships in your life where people pleasing has run among. among. What the fuck is that word? Amok? <laughs> Oh, it sound looks like a typo. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I'm like, psychology today, get it together. And then they have another one where it's like, um, begin to have a dialogue with those you've carried this unhealthy dynamic out with and let them know that you are going to make an effort to curb your people-pleasing tendencies. Most people are way more open to your change and less likely to take offense when you let them know. This change is not about them, it's about you. So I think mm. that communication where, like how we said, like, when you were like tone it down a little like of course right. there's a way like to in the s- workplace right like it's not about you it's about me you need to tone it down because i don't want to <laughs> deal with it you took out on my motherfucking face right no no, no, no. don't do that don't no, get fired but, um, yeah and then um it said also from now on when someone asks you for a favor a question or something that triggers that gut instinct to please simply say can i think about it you That's- know like you know, like communication and wording is everything. This is very yes. useful right. to me right now exactly. because, you know, and it's easy to be trapped in that. Like, because the the pleasing part is like you that person needs something, so you want to do it right help away. Them. Right, you want to yeah. help them. And Generally. so, if and you say, you know you give what, an instant answer. Well, let me right. tell you, when you say no, that's the best feeling ever. Because <laughs> right. you're like, oh, a whole no. brick is off yeah, your chest. Like, like, and then they're like, okay, mm-hmm. and you're like, all this time I, I was saying here, like. Where no, because it's well, it's really you and your you put the expectation. That person they they could be okay with a no. They, they, 
they're already prepared if you say no. Yeah. Right. Like, you got to think about when you act like when I asked you guys to come in, like, okay, if they can't come in, I'm going to try to get someone else. Or, you know, right. like they're already prepared for that. Yeah. You but know? the pleaser is the is they're the ones psyching themselves mm-hmm. out about yeah. it. And they're, they're the ones that have the need to please. So in their mind, they want to say yes, because that's what they normally do. That is that feels good in mm-hmm. a way. Right. But what happens is if you say, hey, let me think about this. Can I get back to you? Right. That is an amazing tip. Right. That is an amazing tip because you have to process why am I saying yes to this? Why do I why am I acting like this? If everybody had more time to think about their feelings, they would do better. Yeah. Right. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, and shout out to psychology today for that tip. But it, to continue that I said, give them a designated time when you will answer their request. Oftentimes if we can give ourselves some space, then we can step back and truly evaluate what it is that we want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and then I think one of a uh, couple of theirs also is when given yourself an adequate amount of time, follow through with a potential pleasey and let them know what you decided. So basically, that's following up that. So I think that's just be a good person. It's just yeah. all about being open. To be honest, at the end of the day, it seems like this is this is a this is a good one. This might be the it said this might be the most important step. Allow yourself to feel a bit discomfort with the decision. Um, you made. It's likely you will fe- you will begin telling those around you that you cannot help them at the same level you were, or that you were can no longer no longer be a part of whatever um, it is that they need. Unhealthy dynamic you were once a part of. Many are not going to be happy with this, so I guess that's where it's just like being prepared for that too. Like they're probably gonna come at you. Like there's gonna be those. So it's just sticking to that. Like you come first all the time. So. So I guess the takeaway on that is to put yourself first um, when you do have the disease to please take a step back, analyze what it is that is draining you so much and just start telling people no. And you don't got to be mean about it. If if it's going to overwhelm you, just say no. Right. (laughs) If it's going to because we already like people also like people need to. The people that keep asking the same person for help or like whatever need to also be aware, too, because it's like. You're going through your own shit too. Exactly. Like you have, you, people need to understand. Like people have multiple things that they're going through. A lot of half the time you don't know. Right. So it's like having that open mind where it's just like you know, like it's okay. Like if you can't, like you in know. terms of like doing things for other people nowadays, I literally say no unless I have absolutely nothing to do that day. Mm-hmm. Then maybe I'll say yes. But if I have something to do, whether it's run an errand, do my laundry, anything that's for me that's going to benefit my life, such as having clean underwear, <laughs> I am going to say no. Right. Like, I really don't care if you need a ride to fucking, I don't fucking know, Long Island because your grandma is in the hospital. Ooh. If you're my friend. <laughs> I'm sorry. Care. That's kind of mean, but is that real? Because yeah. I'm not... It depends. It really depends on, like, I think for me, like, of course, my day to day. Like, I'm yeah. pretty, like, on the go all the time. If, I, if I'm if i able to do it, of course, I can do it for you. But if I'm not, I'm not. Right. And I think that the disease to please sometimes is also, like, dynamics. It's not sometimes maybe, like, something that someone wants you to do. Right. But just the, your dynamic in a relationship, be it a friend or a lover or anything. And this is why I have to say therapy has helped me so much and i think in our communities there's a stigma with therapy Mm -hmm. where people just don't know how to get into it therapy changed my life therapy changed my life and i 
love it because I got to talk about me the whole time. That is all you do in therapy. You talk about yourself and then you could see things like you could explore. Why am I a people pleaser? Why do I do this? And you just talk out loud. The therapist isn't even doing all of that. Can you can you tell me what a good therapy session is? Because I did go to therapy Mm -hmm. um, for a short amount of time, but it was the one that like the government provides like right, medicaid like a, therapy whatever okay. yeah i was so I'm literally to get into that. literally all i did was go and talk like you just said About but yourself. like what i expected though was mm-hmm. like the therapist to kind of dig a little deeper and like she never really did that like okay she'll have conversations with me and ask me questions but like i just felt like i was talking you didn't feel like something yeah, proactive was happening. Yeah, exactly. So I think the the thing to take away from the therapy number one is sometimes the first one you go to is not going to be the one for you. You may have to kind of try a few people because mm-hmm. it's just like friends. Like whoever vibes is going to get more out of you. Right. So if you click more with your therapist from the beginning, it could be better. So that's why I picked a therapist that had a lot in common with me. It was a gay man that lives in New York, you know, things like yes. that. So I try to find somebody similar to me. Yes. So we clicked right away. I got into it right away. So some things I didn't have to say because he knows. Right. He's like me a little bit. The other thing was... The therapy is really there for you to bounce off what you're saying. Like every time I went from my personal experience, I would talk about me. I would say all these things. And then what the therapist would do was maybe highlight something that I said and say, well, why did that make you feel that way? Can you elaborate on that? So they would pick things to go deeper in. But I'm the one that was doing most of the talking. And what helped me was hearing myself. Mm -hmm. And I will get emotional sometimes because I would say, you know, I never even thought about that because I never had somebody ask me that particular question. Or I never talked about this so in depth, you know, and I would come out of there sometimes a wreck, like (laughs) crying, emotional. But it was good to process all this stuff that I never got to talk about with anyone because usually with friends, you want to have a good time. Everything's up. You're drinking or you're, you know, you're not discussing like every day all these things right. that you go through. So it was just a place for me to talk and a safe place that nobody was judging me. And I didn't feel like I was the Debbie Downer. Like that was what the session was for. Okay. Can I ask you a question? Yes. When you said that you would come out of there feeling like a wreck at times. Because mm-hmm. I've tried to go to a therapist years and years ago. And I haven't been back because there was one question that he asked me and I felt uncomfortable. Okay. And then I just never went back. What, how did you find the strength to keep on going after you oh, felt that's like... that's a good one, yeah. Honestly, like, when I was going to the therapy, I felt literally that if I didn't do the therapy and that if I didn't fix some things about myself, like some behaviors, mm-hmm. because you can't fix anything about yourself unless you admit you have a problem. Right. And unless you put in the work, right? Yes. Like, and recognize, like, when you're doing things, why am I doing this? Why, why is it? Is it because of this? Is it because of my background? I got through that, and I and I wasn't uncomfortable. I would sit there and deal with this shit, and if I had to cry, I cried. But I felt that if I didn't do the therapy, I would get into behaviors that would basically threaten my life. There was a lot of drugs and alcohol. I will be honest with you. Like, mm-hmm. I was about to do make a lot of stupid decisions because I was depressed. Right. right. And all this depression was because I wasn't dealing with all these issues. And a lot of it comes from childhood. Honestly, mm-hmm. a lot of people's problems comes from when they were younger. And things like... I think everyone's That you don't even... Like, because you have to think about it. Like, and even when you're, like, so little you, that you probably don't remember, but, like, 
energies don't lie. So, like, if things were happening around you when you were little, even if you don't recall, like, that shit still sticks with you. And, it and comes who do you out. talk to about that? Yeah, what, exactly. Because you, Wait, you don't parents? even understand it yourself. Like, mm-hmm. you're just like, what? Like That so, stuff yeah. needs to be processed. Mm-hmm. It's been affecting you all your life. And if it's affecting you in a way that you're harming yourself or being, right. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, then you need to deal with it. Because in the end, it's not only mental health, but your, your real health. Right. You could end up doing behaviors that are bad to yourself to yourself so i always say there i mean i even sent my mom to therapy mm-hmm. oh, nice. i was like there was a lot my family has a lot I, like, yeah mine i mean every family has mm-hmm. your thing mine so I, I i would love to send my mom to therapy too because she's sick and i know that that's like really bringing down on her but it's like you know dominican families oh too where God, it's just know, like girl. I mean, she's kind of Americanized, too. I mean, she grew up here, but it's still, like, it was instilled in her from my grandma, too, where it's just like, oh, you know, I don't need that. That's or like, for crazy she just, people. She, she doesn't really say that. She's just, like, so reluctant and so, like, feels like she's good, like, even though she knows she's not and we can see it. So it's just, yeah, it's hard. But, Jenna, I hope you find the strength to go back and just know, like, yes. it's not going to be easy like it's gonna be uncomfortable because things are gonna unravel i mean i never been sat down a therapy section but i have really good friends where we talk and we're very open and whatever and it's like things unravel and it's like oh fuck like this dead ass like really is affecting me and i never thought or like it's gonna be uncomfortable but Mm -hmm. it's the end it's gonna be amazing so and you're just gonna grow like into Butterfly. I will say, even <laughs> though my first therapist, my only therapist, wasn't like what I was expecting. It wasn't a bad experience. Try though. again. Yeah. Try another person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't I a bad swear. experience. It definitely helped me a lot just for the simple fact that I got to talk about shit and cry about mm-hmm. shit. No, and, so. if, and especially if it's the Medicaid, like the, right. the, the one that one? where it's free. <laughs> There is no ex- I wish everybody did it because honestly, Facts. you can get if even if you don't get everything out of it, you will get something, something out of it. Something, yeah. At that's, least the the fact that you won't be scared. And of it. who knows? That's I, that's just one person that I tried there. Mm-hmm. There could have been someone else that might have been a little better, that might have been more similar to your experience, who knows. So if you have Medicaid, they just know that there's therapy. The the city provides therapy for you, so if you would like to try it, just search and, your local right. mental health doctor and don't get discouraged my sister also like she she went through multiple and she couldn't find anyone that connected and she she gave up for a little bit but now she found someone and she's like loves them and it's just so you know you're gonna find someone (laughs) but yes i think do any of you guys have anything else like you want to tell anyone any other more tips because i think we're about to wrap up all right you should write you should if write. If you can't go yes. to therapy, Outlets. you should write. Because sometimes you have some revelations about yourself through writing. It's just like, oh, wow, I didn't know I was like that. Um, and seeing I, it in front of you, right? Yeah. I started writing like last year or something. I wrote letters to people who've hurt me mm-hmm. in the past. And it was I read or gave the letters to the people who let Ooh, us go here. That's brave. Yeah. So, and you have a good, like, it, it will all, it's a good relief. It's good. It's all therapeutic. Yes. All right. Well, we're going to jump on our train real quick um, before we go. And we're going to jump on the one train. And this is one for fun. Do you guys have any fun with this topic? I mean, it was kind of like a serious one. But I think it was very knowledgeable. Yeah, knowledgeable instead of fun. 
Um, and I, I really, I mean, I told you when, when I saw the list of the topics that yes. you were doing, this one really stood out to me. 2018 was a fucking shit year and I would not be like, I would not get through it without therapy. So mm-hmm. I wanted to be a part of this today. Yes. Thank you. All right. We're going to transfer over to the two training. This is two for your mistakes. Were you ever mistaken about the subject matter or made mistakes with from above involving it? I know even for me, because this is uh, Derek did put this and I was just like disease to please. And I was just like struggling on like how to ask you guys questions for it. So um, until he sent me that article and I was like, OK, more or less. Now I know, like because I knew it was like people pleasing, pleasing all that. But I didn't know, like the disease part threw me off. We definitely went into depth about it. Yeah. Today, so so all right. I think we have a clearer definition yes. and solutions right <laughs> for how to tackle the problems so. yes. yes and this is we're going to transfer over to the five train this is five for guys how does this subject matter hinder or help men like mm. i said <laughs> i mean i wish the stigma of mental health and therapy wasn't so big especially in the latino community mm-hmm. the black community i think men have a hard time admitting that there's a problem right. you want to be strong but I would encourage any, because I can only talk about my kind of person, right? right? So if you are a gay man in New York, if you are a Latino, black yes. man that's gay in New York, a really amazing resource is the center, which is on 13th between six and seven, between 7th and 8th Avenue yes. in the city. They have all kinds of mental health programs that are free. And it's a community space. They have events there for gay people, like mm-hmm. a movie screenings. They have um, a coffee shop in there. You can use a computer. There's like a little business center. So look for a community, too, because if you make friends that are like you, sometimes they probably went through the same kind of stuff you went through, and that will be a therapy. And there's like a lot of more opportunities. I think it's, I love seeing more opportunities for men, too, because um, there was these guys from the perfect cast podcast they started this movement called um um black men feel and um it's like basically like group therapy sessions and they meet and they all talk and they're all like you know millennials our age so it's just like that's like i think that's so dope like to have so do that all right we're gonna transfer over to the sixth train and this is just Six for chicks, how does this subject matter hinder or help women? Well, I mean, as women, we are natural, like, pleasers. Yes. Um, so I guess, you know, just be uh, more mindful about who you decide to give your nurturing side to and be more mindful about what's draining you so you can kind of, like, pick and choose where your energy is going so you don't drain yourself. I mean, that's the advice I would give myself because right. I'm yeah. a... I'm a very good woman when I'm in a relationship. Okay, me too. I just want to do I'm very shit tra- for you. Right. I'm traditional <laughs> as fuck. I will do your laundry. I'll cook for you. Like, I just want to be a wife. That's like, aside from being an actress mm-hmm. and a host, like, I just want to be a wife and a yes. mom. Like, yeah. I want to be a housewife. <laughs> I want to be a housewife, but still in my career too. Like, yeah. nice balance, you know. I want to be more than a wife. I want to be everything. I want to be I want to be your partner. I want to be your part, like your best friend. Like I think I never had. I a want relationship. that too. But when I have kids, I just want to be a housewife. I want to be a soccer okay. mom. I want to. Oh yes. That's Aww. a full time job. That is a full time job. Okay. Yes. All right. We're gonna transfer over to the G train. I think we kind of touched base on this, but as guests, how do you think your contribution to this topic helped us or our listeners? 
We told people to go to therapy. We told yes. people to start writing out your feelings. It's okay to feel people. It's okay. And you know what? Honestly, I'm doing events recently that are more like community-based because I want to attract people that want to be around each other. Hit me up on Instagram. Tell me your story. Rudy was here. Rudy with two Ds. Okay. The other day I had an event. We went to a bar and there was a drink and draw. And you think it's like nothing, but then you connect with people that are like you and you mm-hmm. make new friends. And it was such a good environment. I, I'm down to like connect people with other people too. Like, right. just hit me up. I'm down. Yes, Rudy uh, with two D's. Mm. Yeah, it's, and I'm, you guys are gonna have all of that in the description, okay? Um, and then we're gonna transfer over to the L train, which is what lesson did you learn from this subject matter? And I think for me, it's just like be just like continuing to be just more aware and like checking in and then sen- setting them boundaries like definitely. for sure definitely um, setting boundaries even like with energy exchange like sometimes it could be overwhelming other people's energies just like realizing that and being like it's okay if you stand to in the other side of the room yeah. because you can't handle all right. of that that's going on so um any lesson you learned from this yeah definitely setting boundaries um i want to work on that and checking people like people close to me not in a negative way yeah, <laughs> yeah. but just like, you like you're gonna be somebody that, no. <laughs> checking people. people like just let people know like girl you need to um you're wait, out of 10 wait, you said take it down to a two wait you said keyword people close to you because i think that's the hardest for me too yeah. it is the hardest mm-hmm. for me like yeah. just mainly the people closest to me that are joining me Mm-hmm. And it's bad. It's not. It's, but it's not on some like, oh, their energies are bad. It's just me giving. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have to do all that. Yeah, and they will. Like, it's okay for me to say no. Yeah, mm-hmm. and with you saying no, if they're close to you as as close to you as you think they are, they will understand. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. All right. And then this is our last train. This is that D. That D train, and this is debrief. Does this subject matter need to be rectified? If so, what are some possible solutions we can draw in an effort to move forward? I think I gave y'all those solutions, those facts. Rewind a little bit, you know, setting those boundaries, reflecting, knowing, like, checking with your childhood, like, scars, traumas, acts around, go to therapy. Like, look for community, look yes. for people like you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and go to therapy. Hit yes. us up too. Like, it's, it's free <laughs> if you got Medicaid. <laughs> if not, I mean, there's if like, not, also, it's good to invest in it. Anyways. There's, 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 like, yeah. there's website message. There's thing, also websites right? that have, um, damn, like, therapists that have like $20 sessions. You can put away $20 try a session once for an hour one day out of the week see how it suits you for sure oh and that's a wrap for our episode thanks so much for having me (laughs) this was a good one um you can follow us at the new york dose on all social media platforms um special promotions is g and hb book which is Derek's poetry book and um cop that that you can shop at Shop at NXN and get discount discount code 10% off, which is by using the New York Dose. And also Studio <laughs> for our headphones. Thank you again. And you, you could get <laughs> and you could get um, um your pair for 50% off by using New York Dose. And where can we follow you? Uh, you can follow me at experience V. That's the word experience V E E. Um, you can add me on YouTube. My full name, Victoria Bermudez. And I actually have my own podcast coming out. 
um hopefully in a hopefully very soon honestly like in the next few weeks it's going to be called what's a nine to five podcast what's a nine to five question mark so stay tuned for that and yeah Thanks for having me, sis. Yes, of course. And uh, yeah, again, Rudy Harushin. And Instagram is Rudy Was Here with two Ds. If you go on RudyWasHere.com, though, it's a little bit different. It's more article driven. So I've been trying to push myself to write a little bit more. Yes. So the website is, a, is not reflect Instagram anymore. I've broken them off in different things. Uh, but yeah, on my Instagram, and you can see the link to the Airbnb uh, walk that I'm going to do on April 20th. I hope you can join me. Yes. And my name is Janelle Artis. You can find me on all social media at that name. J-A-N-E-L-L-E underscore A-R-T-I-S. All my music is there. Yes, yes. listen to um, that, guys. And thanks for having me. Thank you for coming. And um, this episode was produced by the Board of the New York Dose, hosted by the Carbon Dioxide Network. Our, edit- our audio engineer is moi. And Brooke will be our editor for this episode. And photos, YouTube footage, social media coverage for this week was captured by G. Lou and our baby boy Kwame. And shout out to the rest of the team over at YouTube. Monet, everybody else, Mahaya, G. Lou, CCA. And don't forget to stay dope, stay dose, and stay New York. It's the New York Dose, baby. Ay, 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 What's up, everyone? I go by Mars, and I run the Taste Your Tongue podcast. Taste Your Tongue is an expression originating in the West Indies, which means think before you speak. Sounds simple, right? And yet there's so many people nowadays who forget to do so. On Taste Your Tongue, we make it a point to combat this reckless habit. So tune in every Monday on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud as we think about everyday problems and then speak about possible solutions for them. Everyone speaks, but not everyone tastes their tongue. And that's where we come in. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. I know they said something about some beef that we had. This shit is a dumb good. You mad tight, yo. Hey, yo, that ass be? Better life. Yo, that shit is whack. This shit about to be lit. Nah, you fine, my nigga. Look at me again and you gonna catch these hands. You big man or little man? You would have thought you was getting that money back. That's mad OD. I'm not pussy. Fuck out of here. Out of here, my nigga. Like, what? The fuck? Miss, miss, like, hey yo. Bye, but like, DK.